Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is brought to you by Versanta. Situated in the heart of the merchant city, Versanta brings a taste of Scotland to you. Versanta has a passion for using seasonal local produce from Scotland and are here to ensure their guests have the very best experience from the moment they walk through the door. At Versanta, you can expect a variety of Scottish food from mussels and scallops to home-cooked favourites including mince and tatties and steak and sausage pie. The resident chef Dom and his team serve an array of culinary delights to suit every taste at affordable prices. With highly skilled bartenders who have travelled the world, they will conjure up some of the finest cocktails for you with their extensive knowledge of the drinks on offer. There's also the unique private dining room, the Hideout at Versanta, which is a charming space ideal for a variety of events, from corporate dinners, networking events, press launches, intimate gatherings, small boutique weddings and private parties with seating for up to 40 guests and up to 55 for more casual events. Also available every day is the Bubbles and Bites, which incorporates some of the Versanta's favourite dishes, which you can enjoy whilst you sip on a glass or two of Prosecco. And on a Saturday and Sunday, you can join the team for their weekend brunch, available from 9 in the morning until 1pm. Versanta is open seven days a week from midday, and genuinely, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I am pretty obsessed with Versanta. We at the GGC are, and Versanta are also a partner of the website, so all members can flash their keyring for some great deals. Hi guys, welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational and unique folks for you all. On this week's podcast, we catch up with Leah Brooklyn-Rem. Leah is an author. Last year, she published her first book, How to Be an F and Unicorn. She's also a creator, performer and designer. Throughout all the fabulous things Leah does, her objective in life is to spread love, happiness and joy. How nice is that? Leah is a true believer in the fact we create our reality, therefore we can make our dreams come alive and that is exactly what she is doing. Without further ado, over to Leah. Hello Leah. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> Thank the... you for having me. Oh, it's an honour as always. Always, always the GGC podcast. Hey, GGC. <laughs> GGC. GGC. <laughs> never gets old, never gets no, old. No. <laughs> so we'll just start. You are a woman of many, many talents. Thank you. You are a spiritual advisor, you're a designer, a performer, a writer, a vlogger, a blogger. I mean, literally the list is endless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you do everything very well you're not someone that spreads yourself too thinly and doesn't do certain things well you do everything very well Thank so you. not at all can we just start from the top then okay yeah, can you tell us about your journey and you know how you've come to be where you are today yeah I mean I wasn't always um in the situation that I'm in today as a woman who is accepting of herself and loving of herself and you know helping other people in that situation I was on the other side of that um, having big dreams inside of me, longing to be something more than, you know, what we're told to be in society. Like, I never fitted in, like, in school. It was just, it was really, really difficult time for me. Um, suppressing who I am, suppressing everything that I wanted to say and wanted to do and wanted to be, to try and be accepted, um, you know, to just gain approval from other people, to try and have friends, try and get boys to like me, um... I just really changed who I was, but I didn't realise I was doing it 
when I was younger because I just thought this is normal to just to just kind of go along with what everyone else is doing, wear what everyone else is wearing, listen to what everyone else is listening to. Um, so like you really, wanted to conform, but that was actually against what you, your true Yeah, like I never wanted to conform, but I felt like I had to because it was like whenever I spoke out about like what I believed in and what I wanted to do with my life and everything, like I would just get laughed at or, you know, shot down or pushed to the side. And I just thought I kind of need to n- not shine anymore because when I shine it pisses people off and then I'm not going to have any friends and so I just kind of really didn't really allow myself to be myself because I didn't want people to think that I was better than them it was like I would walk about saying oh I'm going to be a superstar singer one day and people would just like be like oh who do you think you are and I've always been of the kind of like mindset like I don't want to be better than anyone else I'm not better than anyone else and I, d- I never thought that I just I've always seen more like being in school and everything was just so frustrating for me because I was like I don't want to do any of this stuff like I don't want to have a nine-to-five job I don't want to settle down I don't want to do like what you're supposed to do it's like we're all told this is the path you're supposed to follow don't do anything else but I knew I had these dreams deep inside of me and there was a reason that they were there like you know they weren't there just to be ignored like if I had this burning desire to be a singer why would I just ignore it to go and do something that I'm not passionate about just because society tells you to yeah so I just always thought like just this is not for me but again like when you're a teenager when you're a kid you want friends you want to be in the groups you want to be doing stuff like I felt so alone like I would go home and cry and be like mommy why don't I have any friends because I've always been a nice person I've always been a kind person I've always gave compliments and that wasn't really accepted in school like if you did that you were weird like if you were kind you were so weird crazy. you had it's crazy to think it's so I, crazy I know exactly what you're talking about yeah it's like you have some sort of and like agenda yeah Yeah, it's like why you give me a compliment what you're trying to do and it's like it's just weird that being nice is seen as so weird so I guess I I kind of suppressed my niceness but I always just felt not cool enough not good enough not pretty enough wanted to change so many things about myself like wanted to be someone else um it was just really difficult for me like I, I I just like looked at myself in the mirror and just hated what I saw just absolutely hated it and just thought like why like why me like why do I feel like this but I always kept my dreams alive inside inside of me like I never gave up on them and I knew I was never gonna give up like I knew I was never gonna give up like I always said to people what I want to do and they would always be like have you got a plan b and I'd be like no plan b is to find another way to make plan a happen like I just I never ever let anyone like shoot down my dreams whether it was family friends no matter who it was you know sometimes it was the people closest to me and it hurt me that they didn't believe in me but you know now from a spiritual perspective I see that when someone doesn't believe in you it's because they don't believe in themselves yeah and they've maybe had a dream that they've gave up on when they were younger and if you're reminding them of that dream they can do you know what I mean? Just be like it's not gonna say or yeah but not meaning to be bad just being like you know, my dream didn't come true, so yours isn't, but yeah. it's really because most people just sadly don't even try to make their dreams come true because they just automatically think it's not going to happen because they see everyone else around them just kind of settling and think that, you know, 
whoever we're told to look up to or whatever is so different from them and is so much bigger and better and it's not like that at all like the human beings that we know as the greats have literally just tapped into even just a portion of the potential that we all have like as human beings we have such limitless potential to do anything and it's all within us like that desire we have within us we can just we can just do anything but like I said, most people have, have limited themselves yep. um, and, and just think that it's just something outside of them and it can never be achieved and I've just gave up before they've even tried. So I always knew I wasn't going to give up. I always knew I wasn't going to give up. Um, always kept my dreams inside of me, but I was just, you know, trying to fit in, distracted, ended up in, like, relationships just because I thought, that was happiness like having that fairy tale relationship good looking girl good looking guy do you know what i mean Cinderella story yeah just yeah when you watch all these wee movies when you're a kid the teen high school movies and all that and it's like yeah i just thought that determined my worth if i was with a guy and a guy loved me like that was me feeling good about myself because yeah. i didn't love myself so being with someone else was like temporarily filling that hole of not loving yep. myself so when I stopped being in relationships and I had like the opportunity to be single uh then I had another time of trying to fit in to- in a totally different way of like joining like the whole partying um lifestyle um because I was like 20 21 and I'd been in relationships since I was 16 yep. and I'd missed out on what everyone else gets to do with their teenage years yep. and I, I really felt like I don't want to miss out on that like I don't want to regret that and look back in my life and think oh my god like I didn't get to do that so I'm gonna fulfill that side of me um went and started working in a nightclub behind a bar got loads of attention from guys loved it guys just ogling at me and Spack, like smacking my ass and all that and even though I, I didn't like being disrespected in that I sort a part of me sort of liked like that people were the attention I, lo- I loved the attention because yeah. I'd yeah. never like looking at it now I'd never had that as a child like as a child I always felt so ugly and when I say child I mean like teenager like 12 13 14 when you really wanted boys to like you it was like yeah you're obsessed with boys I was obsessed with boys I always had a crush like always had a celebrity crush and like whoever it was I had I think that must be true obsessions. for a lot of women definitely when younger for sure when you definitely. go through that wee phase of turning into being a teenager and your hormones are racing <laughs> and you're just like oh I fancy everyone yeah <laughs> everyone like oh my god oh my god yeah so like when I was in that kind of stage no one liked me I I felt so ugly so when I was I was 21 like you know I didn't know that I was pretty I did feel like I was pretty but I still didn't feel good enough there was still parts of me I wanted to change I still needed that attention outside of myself I still thought I needed guys like so I broke up my boyfriend and, and went to be single but I went to be single so that I could flirt with guys and go on dates and kiss like different guys because I'm like that's exciting like other people get to do that and you know men get to like sleep with women one after the other and just act like it's nothing like I kind of want to do that like fuck it like let's just let's just do it um so I kind of had that that life for um I think it was like eight months or something like that I went to Magaluf and I was partying and I was drinking and I've never been like into drugs or anything like that it's just never been me I've always always hated that so I've always tried to stay as far away from that as I can um, but I was drinking and everything like that, just getting drunk and, and looking for a boy's attention. I slept with a few guys. And then by the end of it, like, I went out there to work and I was there for three weeks. I was meant to stay for three months, but I only lasted three weeks because it was like I was being, like, sexually objectified 
Um, and it was like my boss in these clubs would be like, um, you know, they would fire me and then be like, okay, well, you'll get, you can get your job back if you sleep with me. Like if you, if you F me in the closet right now and do you know what I mean? Like that. And I'm like, excuse me. And like, just asking me how many people I'd slept with and just grabbing me all the time. And like, I would just be on the street, like trying to get people in a bar and just everyone would just be like grabbing different parts of my body as if like they owned me. And it was just like, why is this happening? I know it's a funny thing because I did the same. I went to Malia to work Mm. when I was doing the three, three months thing. And then totally similar situation I had like the guys over there that own the clubs and stuff that you work and I can't speak for all of them but I can yeah. speak for the place that I worked yeah they've got so much power and yeah. they can and he would have his pals in and they would just all be like leading and then at the end of the night you would just decide how much he was giving you and it's probably wow. based on maybe how much you'd spoke to him or and it just got to the point where I was like what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like, this guy is just a pure greasy midden. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. why am I even talking to him? Yeah. And then uh, when when I said to him, like, I just don't want to work here anymore, he was very much so made it clear, you know, what I, like, own a lot of places in Malia, my friends own them, you won't be working anywhere else type thing. And wow. I just thought, fuck that. Yeah. Like, I'm not having that on my shoulders. I'm yeah. just going to have a holiday now. And then I'm yeah. going to Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's horrible. Like, I just thought, like, I'm here, I'm being treated as a sexual object. You know, it's the same thing every single night. Drinking into oblivion, eating food that's really fucking bad for you. Yeah. Sleeping with guys, everyone around me taking drugs. Like, I've always been a deep person, but that's another part of me that I've had to suppress because it's not yeah. very often you get to have deep conversations, um, especially in that kind of the environment and I was like there's no one I'm actually having a conversation with apart from the girl that I was living there with at the time this just doesn't hold anything for me like I've done it now I've 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 done what I thought I was going to regret and I know that I don't like it I never have but I, at least I've done it yeah but now I'm done like I can't do this anymore like I I just I, I just knew my worth like I started to know my worth putting myself in that situation just saying like so do you think that was almost a catalyst I think so. Your worth. I think so because it was like probably the most extreme thing I've done is the opposite of who I am. Yep. To to find who I am because it was like okay everyone else is doing this but I've never really agreed with it or liked it but I feel like I should do it because everyone else is doing it and maybe I like it and maybe I'll find myself or something yep. like that. So you know that that definitely did help and and during the time that where I was I was going through that phase I was listening to um the secret my mum had it on in her car and she used to always go through like these weird phases of like listening to different stuff it yep. would be like one thing one week one thing next week so I just started ignoring all the stuff that she listened to because I wasn't interested in knowing like the meaning of life or anything like that like I was a deep person but not in that kind of way I just thought like I don't want to know about the meaning of life. Like, that's something your RE teacher would try and teach you in school. (laughs) I just want to go shopping. I just want to go on holiday. Like, I just want to be famous. Like, all that kind of stuff. So I was just like, oh, whatever you're listening to, I'm not interested in. But one day I really started to pay attention. I was like, wow, like, this stuff is for real. And I realised that the law of attraction was something that I was doing without intentionally doing it my whole life by just believing in my dreams and knowing that they're going to happen and trusting the journey. Um, so I really just started to listen and 
started living the law of attraction like whenever I thought something negative I would try and think about something else straight away if I tried to speak something negative I would speak positive instead like whenever I wasn't feeling well I would always say how great I felt and how healthy I felt and just put out what I wanted so I started using it in that way and I remember even going to Magaluf and I was introducing myself and I said first thing I have to tell you about me is that I use the law of attraction so that so if I'm not feeling good I'll never say that I'm not feeling good but I'll maybe like I'll maybe tell you just so you know in case you think I'm weird and they're like well that's weird but I felt like I had to explain myself at the time because it was such a different thing that I was doing that I believed in yeah yeah like no one else did that yeah yeah it's beautiful but it's like a lot of people are are really catching on to it now but yeah then it was just like right okay Leah and I got like this Buddha quote tattooed on me what you think you become I was just really that was like the first kind of seed but I was still I wasn't really going any deeper than that yeah um it was just that and then after I was in Magaluf I met this guy on online dating site um I'd went to New York on holiday before I went to Magaluf um with my mum and met this guy and we didn't stop speaking like every single day for months um and then when I was in Magaluf it was good because he was in New York and at the time where I was up in Magaluf I could speak to him and I was just like he was just everything that I'd ever wanted like as a child and stuff it was weird like it was just like my perfect man had arrived and it was it was like felt too good to be true because I didn't really think a lot of myself at the time so I just thought oh my god like having this guy in my life is just incredible because I've always felt drawn to New York and LA and being connected to that like that's I've always known that's part of my purpose so the fact that like I'd I was speaking to this guy from New York and you know we were just like really into each other it was just it was bizarre. It was like, I felt like I was dreaming and I didn't want to wake up. So I was holding on to it, holding on to it. So when I came home from Magaluf, I went out to New York to meet him. And I spent the week with him. Like, never met him before. Like, literally just just got a flight and went over. Like, wow. And everyone was like, Leah, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, why? Like, what if he's a psycho? Like, what if you meet him and he's like a murderer or something? But I just knew. Like, yeah, I just trusted that, that. Yeah, I was like, well not but I just trusted that it was all gonna be fine and I just thought you know what like life's too short just jump and just do these things like why why think twice about it so yeah I just went over I spent what age were you with them. I was um 21 okay 21 I'm 24 now so it's 21 and I went over spent the week with them and wow just like fell so hard in love more than I have with anyone in my life like I was in a relationship with a guy for nearly three years and the love I felt for this guy in the space of a week was way more than I had with this guy in three years it was really intense it was super intense um but it was also quite painful it was like he would go to work and I'd be crying because I didn't want to leave him it was just it was just it was just me holding on to that fantasy that it felt like but I just felt like you know I, I was just really really super into him and then when I went home he he stopped talking to me and that like just completely completely broke my heart like I ended up being suicidal having panic attacks um just really overeating I was just feeding my depression I was drinking like a full bottle of vodka and lying on the floor and just the ultimate heartbreak pain 
I'd made like this playlist of songs that reminded me of him and I was listening to it over and over and over again and singing and being like drunk just, and just, just wallowing just in your so, heartbreak. Just longing for him so badly, like nothing else mattered. I just wanted to be with him and that was what was going to heal my heartbreak. It was the only thing, what I thought at the time. Um, I just thought about him twenty four seven. It was it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Every day was every day was so dark. Like every morning I woke up, it was I was miserable because I just I didn't have him. It was horrible. Um, so I'd got to a point during that depression where it got so bad that I thought I was gonna have to go to the doctors and go on antidepressants and get some help that way. Um, and I'm really glad that I never did that. But it was like something happened like when I was with him he was talking to me about like things that happen in the world and spiritual things and stuff like that and I sort of thought he was crazy when he was speaking to me about this stuff but I believed him and then um I just started looking into stuff um like my mum brought up something and then I started looking into stuff and I was like oh yeah like he told me about that stuff and I started looking into it and then I got sent a video about the pineal gland which is uh it's like part of your brain it's like inside your head okay it's known as the third eye okay and it's our access to other realms it's our it's called the seat of the soul it's known as because it's the way that we connect with our soul okay and this in this society that we're in um i'm not gonna like talk too much about this but we're in like a system of control and it's fear-based control mm-hmm. and the things that we are surrounded with um, are made to calcify our pineal gland. For example, our toothpaste with um, the fluoride in our toothpaste is poison and it calcifies the pineal gland so it stops you having access to your truth basically and it makes you dumb down so that you then look outside of you to like TV and all this mind control to the government and everything like that to determine how you live your life mm-hmm. it stops you from going within and like in the tap water and stuff like that so I really started to find out about that and I was like oh my god like this this has been hidden from us this is it this is the secret so what toothpaste do you use sorry I just need to know yeah this so now. I use um Ecodent it's from Holland and Barrett okay it's black because it, okay. it's charcoal it's made with charcoal okay I've and there's no fluoride one, in it so you need to look for one that doesn't have fluoride double check that it's not got fluoride okay. in it yeah um Ever, like make sure you're using fluoride free toothpaste you can even look it up for yourself like um fluoride is is literally poison and they put it in our toothpaste and people think it's normal like right, okay it's literally to dumb us down and to calcify our pineal glands okay okay um so when i when i cut out the fluoride and i started cutting out um like meat and things like that I really just started this journey of finding myself and then I was just looking at different books. Um, I was looking at like Buddhism books. Um, and then I just realized like religion's not the way for me. Like I just, but I, I saw the essence of what mm-hmm. Buddhism was teaching, but I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be in this kind of to- who you're told to be kind of thing again. But it was just like, I was exploring and all these books just helped me find like parts of myself and what books do you credit for that then um definitely so definitely the secret yeah um the four agreements is one of the best books i've ever read the four agreements and the mastery of love really helped me love myself and stop caring what others think okay which is i would say the most powerful thing that i've ever learned like stopping caring what others think 
just frees you to to live your own life like that was why I was so trapped when I was younger because I cared too much about what others thought instead of just living my truth it's like other people don't have to understand you this is your life this is your journey and the people that are meant to be in your life will be in your life because you're being true to yourself um so yeah the four agreements the power of now um there's just so many different books and then just listening to different teachers as well like Abraham Hicks um, Tony Robbins, just all these positive spiritual teachers. But it was like every time I was listening to them, it was like I was remembering a part of myself. And then I was also like shedding my old beliefs, my old beliefs of not feeling worthy. And I was letting go of my friends that were not the right energy for me. It was like the more spiritual I got, the more in tune with myself I got, the more apparent it would be that the the people I was surrounding myself with weren't meant for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't willing to to put myself in that energy anymore so yeah like I could I could talk about this like so like every detail but it would take like a week or something but just it was literally just my journey just kept going and going and I was finding out more things and letting go of more old things and now I've got to this place where I am actually living my dreams and helping other people from my journey and it's 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 still the beginning of my journey like I have been I'd say my true self for um, maybe like two years now fully my true self for like a year and that's nothing like I've still exactly. got so much life to live and it's so exciting because every day it's like every day is, is is a learning day every day we can learn something new about ourselves and we can be better than we were the day before every day is an adventure as well like I find it really important to like live like you're a child and just yeah. see the magic in the world and see the excitement and be present in the moment because children are just so present. They don't care about the past or the future or, you know, like my, I, I go see the shaman. She helped me a lot through my journey as well. Um, She's called Ruth and our, our company's called Chakrafit in Glasgow. Um, she helped me so much through my early journey. Like I used to always go and see her for advice and for healing and things like that. And she was just, I went to see her the other week and she said to me, like, her son was playing with this little boy and this little boy was in, like, such a mood. Like, he wasn't playing with anyone, he wasn't having it. Like, everyone was trying to cheat him up and he was just like, mm, mm. He was just sat on his rock, like, not playing. And her boy said to him, like, whenever you're ready to come off of your rock and play with us, wait over there. So he was just trying to stay in his mood for as long as possible. But then eventually he went and played with everyone else again. But the kids never said to him, remember that time you were on the rock and you didn't want to play with us? That was just in the past. They were playing in that moment and that's all that mattered. And I just think that's beautiful. Just like being so present that you're just... Because when you're not present, you're not living. When you're thinking about the past, when you're thinking about the future, when you're thinking about what other people think or whatever else is going on in your crazy mind, you're not being present. That's that's something that that um I talk a lot about as well, like freeing your mind. Like I've got my t-shirts that say free yeah. your mind. And that's because your mind is the root of all suffering. It really, yeah. really is. Because your mind is taking you somewhere that you aren't actually at this moment. It's worrying about things that have not even happened yet. It's going over that bad thing that happened to you in the past that isn't your now. And you have control of your now when you have control of your mind, when you can understand that you are not your mind and you can observe it and say, I choose not to think that thought anymore. I choose to be present. I choose to focus on the good. And what always helps me when my mind starts going crazy is gratitude. Like, what am I grateful for in this moment? And that just switches your frequency like straight away, like from you thinking, 
oh, I'm not good enough, my life is shit, I'm so depressed. Okay, what am I grateful for? I have really clear vision. I'm able to see and experience this world. I'm healthy, I can move my body, I can walk. Little things like that that we take for granted every day. If you actually consciously make yourself grateful for these things and stop looking at what you don't have in your life and actually be grateful for what you do it's law of attraction you'll attract more of what you're grateful for whereas if you're giving your energy and your focus to the things that aren't working the things that are making you feel bad you're just going to get more and more and more of that and then we go why is this happening because you keep giving attention to that like how we create our reality is what our we give our attention to energy flows where attention goes so if you're giving your energy to something that's not making you happy and making you annoyed or whatever that's just going to be your experience you're creating your experience whereas you could just focus on your dog or your child or just the fact that you can breathe or Anything that, that makes you feel grateful, you are then saying to the universe, I want more of this. Yes. I want more of this. So doing things that make you feel good and just giving your focus and energy to all the things that make you feel good, you're going to keep getting more and more of those things. Yeah. Like, like notice it next time you do it. Next time you're thinking about something bad, bad things are going to keep happening. You know when people say, oh, I've just had such a terrible day. It started in the morning and then it just, then this happened and that happened. It's because you kept up that momentum and you've kept like going on about it going yep. on about oh this happened and that happened whereas you could just choose to let it go and choose to focus on something good and change your experience like that so that's something really powerful i've realized oh, as well absolutely so tell us then about you have just recently launched your first book yep how to be a fucking unicorn <laughs> which is a, a very standard title but yep. i mean it's it's a it's a very powerful book tell us about yeah. that um, so this book is essentially about self-love um, because self-love is what's cha- changed my life and I really want to change the perception of self-love in society because it's like self-love is seen as like, oh, she loves herself or he loves herself. It's like vain, narcissistic, selfish, um, doesn't care about anyone else. And that's the complete opposite of self-love. I would say if, if you're observing someone like that, that person is most likely to actually really not love themselves. And that's why they feel the need to act like that. Self-love is just knowing how important it is to love yourself and go within for your happiness. Like all your happiness and all the love you'll ever need is already within you. You don't need to seek it outside of yourself. And when you know that and when you find it inside yourself... You're not going to have attachments to other people or possessions or depending on going on holiday to make you happy, depending on your boyfriend to make you happy or your girlfriend or, you know, things like that. Like the happiness is already inside of you and that self-love that does that. Um, it, it's just a, pl- a place of inner peace in the way you can live your best life. So how to be an effing unicorn is... A unicorn to me is someone who is completely loving of themselves and confident in themselves and just shines their light and just bees an unapologetic limitless magical being because that's what I believe we all truly are Mm -hmm. and if we all tap into this unicorn within us aka your true self the world will be an incredible place to live because we're all shining and I believe when you shine that's when you guide others to their own light it's like when I suppressed my light when I was younger it's never going to help anyone like suppressing your light is just is the worst thing you can do because we all came here with a gift to give to the world and you just ignoring that gift to just not just to make sure you don't step on anyone's toes or make anyone else feel bad about themselves is just a waste of what you brought because when you shine like we know it with like people we admire like 
we admire them because they've shared their gifts with the world and they've reminded us of something within ourselves. It's like everyone I'm inspired by, like Jimi Hendrix, I'm inspired by him because he reminds me of something within myself. But can you imagine he decided to never shine his light and just just worked in an office or whatever and, and didn't pick up a guitar in his life? Like, yeah. think of how many lives he's changed just by, by being himself and shining his light. If we all did that, the world would be an incredible place. So it's like my book is like giving you permission to be yourself you don't have to be anything that anyone else tells you to be what society tells you to be your parents whoever it is outside of you you just have to be you and follow your path and love yourself and believe in yourself that's all that matters like I said no one else has to understand you so this this book is just about like how to love yourself how to live in the present moment and not relying on the things to make you happy how to stop caring what people think about you how to follow your dreams basically how to live your best life and and what i believe is the way to live your best life is by being yourself literally just being yourself and how long did it take you to write that um a couple of weeks (laughs) which is crazy because some people think about writing a book for years and you've just done it in a couple of weeks yeah like the mindset that i that i'm now in is like don't wait just do it because tomorrow may never come yep you know like every day is an opportunity for us to leave something behind like you know like this isn't going to happen but I could die tomorrow and I would know I've left a book that that's there that could help a lot of people Your legacy yeah like I've 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 released music like I've just everything every day is an opportunity to create something to leave behind and that doesn't have to be something big but just doing something like just making the most of this day because it's so precious yeah and, and just jumping like don't wait don't stay in that comfort zone because you know we're we're all gonna not be here one day so what is the point in just yeah. holding stuff off and pushing it to the side and i know if i didn't get it done then i would just push it to the side and it would never happen and there was so many signs like saying leah write this book so i just got my head down and i just did it because i knew everything i wanted to write about anyway because i was living it yeah. it was it's just natural to me like i was just typing out what i believe and what i'm living so it wasn't anything anything hard I literally just had to get to a place of of feeling in tune with who I am and just typing and I just thought what are the most important things that I can cover that have helped me in my journey put them into chapters and then just wrote about my story and what I've done to 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 help me and that is what's going to help other people like the only way we can make a difference in the world is starting with ourselves by being the change we wish to see by being you know what we want to do it's you know we can't expect other people to change or like the change we wish to see is within us so it's it's just it's working on yourself and knowing that working on yourself is what's going to help everyone oh, else absolutely absolutely and how can people get a hold of it um you can get it on my instagram um at leah brooklyn and i can i can sign it for you you can get it on amazon if you're not in the uk i can only send to the uk um so it's on amazon yeah so your your big dream then is to be a singer yeah that is your always been the, always been the dream the number one desire like it's just been a total soul calling like anytime i went to concerts like when i was younger it's just this extreme pull in in my soul like genuinely just to be on that stage it's always felt that way like i genuinely hate being in the crowd yeah it feels so frustrating because i know i'm meant to be in the stage and I've just been and and like when I was younger I didn't talk about that a lot because telling people I'm meant to be on the stage was like oh who do you think you are but it's not like that at all like I just know that I have this gift and I know that's what makes me come alive when I'm on stage performing no matter how many people it's to that is just me that is just me and my essence and 
you know, people did say that to me at my launch, like, Leah, like, that's just a side of you I've never seen before. Like, you just literally Owned came to it. life. And yeah, you did. I just, I even that, that, that week, I was so sick. Like, I'd, I'd worked myself, like, so hard, and I ended up with, like, the flu or something, and I wasn't going to sing. And I couldn't have done that to myself, so I used every ounce of energy I had to sing. And you couldn't even tell that I was sick, and I didn't feel sick in, in those moments because I was so present, I was so yeah. just loving it and, you know, just fully aligned with who I am and aligned with the higher power because that is my gift that I have to bring yeah. to the world. So I just come alive. Like, that's just what I've always, always wanted to do and... Yeah, like I said, just being in concerts, it's just been like this longing. But I've always known, I've always known, and I've always spoke it. Yeah, when I'm playing the hydro, yeah, when I'm in Madison Square yeah, Garden, when cute. I'm doing my world tour, like, because I know that it's going to happen, I know that it is, and now it's just so magical, like, seeing my dreams happen and living my dreams, you know, it may be on a smaller scale than what I'm aiming for, but... You know, it's appreciating every moment of yeah. the journey because when I am in the hydro, I'm going to be like, oh my God, remember when I was making music from my hut in my garden and I was singing at my unicorn parties? Now look at it. Exactly. Like, it's and I just the gratitude, wanna, like you yeah. said, being grateful for these moments. Yeah. To... And I want to be an inspiration to other people. It's like, you know, people have put me down my whole life and I don't want to be like, haha, look at me, I did it. You were wrong all along. Like, I want to do it so that I can then give permission for them to do whatever they want to do. Like, they don't need my permission, but just me sharing and just goes like oh Leah like actually did what she said she was going to do her whole life and the amount of people that put her down and and gave her abuse or whatever and she still did it like that inspires me like I just want to be an inspiration to other people for them to tap into their gifts I don't want people to want to be me or you know it's like there's a lot of famous people out there and it's like they're selling all these products for you to try and be like them I don't want people to be like me I want to inspire people to be the greatest version of themselves because the only reason that I'm shining I'm doing everything that I'm doing is because I'm being the greatest totally, version of myself yeah, and totally true I'm a yourself. reflection of other people like when people say to me on Instagram and stuff like that you've helped me so much and I really admire you and I'm like I'm just a reflection of you like yeah. please don't think anything you're seeing in me is outside of you the reason you're seeing it within me is because it's within you so that's why it's so important to just shine because you never know who you're gonna help I just want to be like like Britney Spears and and people like that for me when I was younger were my escape were my like oh my god you're reminding me of who I am to think that I can be that for someone else means everything yeah. to me. So that's that's like my intention with everything I do to inspire. Exactly, and that really shines through as well on your clothing brand at Eleven Eleven Earth. Mm-hmm. Say, you you write amazing inspirational messages across clothing, um, and it matches a person's personality. I've got a jacket yep. that I never have. <laughs> <laughs> the hot weather recently has been the only uh, thing keeping it, keeping it off of you. <laughs> Tell us about the branding. Yeah, so. It's mad how that happened, like, so when I was younger and everything like that, I never expressed myself with my style. Um, I was always interested in fashion and I always um, I always wanted to be a fashion designer. So, like, the main thing was a singer and the second thing was a fashion designer. So I thought, when I'm a famous singer, I'll be able to have my own clothing brand. And I always had this certain order that it was going to go in. Because um, that's what I saw, like, when someone was famous, they automatically had the opportunity to do whatever they wanted. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to have a clothing brand. So I always, so this is me manifesting at the time, which I don't realise, but I always drew, like, so I'd have, like, naked mannequins and I would draw draw dresses on them. I would draw biker jackets and boots and I would make my own clothing line, what I could at the time. Like, I just loved it. That was another way I came alive. But I found I never expressed it within myself. With my style, I always copied other people. Um, But that was obviously from, like, a lack of self-love. So... 
I would copy like what celebrities were wearing. I would look at what was in trend. I would just do what my friends were doing. Um, I never really had my own individual style, but I didn't realize that I didn't have it. I was just, I was just like, oh, Rihanna's brought out a new thing. I'm gonna get that, or someone's wearing that. Oh, I like that. But it was never like an expression of my soul, and that was one powerful thing that I found happened when I really got in tune with myself and found who I am. I really expressed myself through my style. I stopped caring what people thought of me, and I just started dressing crazy and being free with my style and expressing my style and being creative with it and I decided one day that I wanted to buy like a plain like I've always loved biker jackets like the whole rock star vibe is just so me like it's like I said again a reflection of who I am um so biker jackets I've always loved them and because I'm vegan um my, my biker jackets are full leather so I got this black full leather jacket and I got these paints and I just wanted to paint everything that was a reflection of me on this jacket. So it was everything that I'd, it was like, lose your ego, find your soul, Jimi Hendrix quotes, aliens, sun, moon. I just really expressed myself in this jacket and the jacket took me like a week um, and I loved it. I was just like, this is so cool. I just felt so happy with it. But I didn't think of doing anything with it. At the time I was in a band um, and I had a photo shoot and I'd, I put it on for the photo shoot. Um, but I didn't think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll start doing this. Um, it just so happened that, that I ended up leaving that band because it didn't feel right to me. I wasn't being true to myself. I left the band and then I kind of thought, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Like I'd left my job mm -hmm. um, to follow my dreams in this band and this band wasn't right for me. And I was like suddenly like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And my mum was like, surely there must be something else you want to do while your music's not happening yet. Like what other gifts have you got? Like, yep. what about your style and your, what about that jacket you made? And I was like, the jacket that I made? Like, would people really want, like, doubting myself? Yep. Um, she's like, Leah, like, you could just make them, like, why not? And I kind of just, I had, the, like, this moment of being in tune with the universe, going to the universe saying yes. And then I just decided I'm going to do it. The name came straight away because 1111 is like pure alignment with the universe. Like, anytime you see 1111, it means you're on your path. Okay. Excuse me, and during this time in my life, I was seeing it constantly and I was having so many synchronicities. I got it tattooed on me and I was like, 1111 is the name of my brand. So the name was 1111. But then it's like all these brands have like something London, something Italy, something this. And I don't believe in countries. Okay. I believe that um, like nationalism and all these labels are just things to keep us separate. We're just on planet Earth. There's no such thing as countries. Like there's no such thing as I'm Scottish, you're American, he's English. Like that's just that just keeps us separate and makes us think that we're not like each we're other. Yeah, each we're other. different and keeps us fighting with each other. It's it's silly. We're all just love. We're all one and we're all on planet Earth. So that's why it was like eleven eleven Earth. No one is no one is discluded from this brand. This is for everyone. This is for all of us. This is for the soul within all of us. And it was a way for me to give people a place to express their spirit through their style. Because it's like, we can't see each other's souls and spirits. We just see this physical appearance. And the physical appearance isn't who we are. But we have the opportunity to express ourselves and show who we are through our clothing. And that's what I found when I started to express myself. I just found, had so much fun just expressing my spirit and showing who I am and wasn't ashamed of it. And yep. people were laughing at me and pointing at me and looking at me weird and saying things. And at first it was like I had to get used to it I was noticing people looking at me and stuff like that now I just walk down the street and I 
don't notice. I just, I'm just focused on being me. And if someone's with me, they're like, Leah, that person's staring at you and that person said that. And I'm like, cool, good for them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just being me. What other people think of me really doesn't matter. It's a reflection of them. So it was like, yeah, like, ex- express your spirit. Don't, yep. you know, you're, you don't have to follow trends. You don't have to wear what celebrities are wearing. Like, you wear whatever you want. It's like these fashion magazines say, this is hot and this is not and tear people apart for wearing certain things. Like, when they had like a picture of a celebrity, what was she thinking? Like, I just think that's so wrong. Like, we should be free to be whoever the hell we want to be, wear whatever the hell we want. Like, there's this woman that I absolutely love called Baddy Winkle. She's 19. Oh, yeah, she has a lot of misguided, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, and she just expresses herself through her style because it's like there's this whole narrow mindedness of like, I guess, like 90 year olds and older people that they all have to wear this certain like you see them all yeah. they all dress the same and I'm like you guys don't have to dress like that but it's like you're a certain age you have to wear this yep. and I love that she's just going against everything else everything society tells us to be and she's wearing whatever the heck she wants and doesn't she's just shining and that's just like a total embodiment of everything I believe in as well like just being you you can wear whatever the hell you want whenever you want like it's your life just express yourself so that's what I that's what I'm doing with eleven eleven Earth and you know, each jacket is one of a kind and special, just like the person that's wearing it and it's expressions of who you are. So with my custom orders, like I would just ask someone to send me what their ideas are, what kind of colours they like, if they have any quotes that mean something to them, words, um, anything. And um I can't take credit for this because it isn't me. The higher power aligns me to just I just know I just know what their spirit is yeah and I just get into that place where I'm fully in the moment fully in tune and I just go I don't even think about what I'm designing I just do it and I make sure that I'm fully in a place of love when I'm doing it so that I'm putting like everything is energy so when I'm working on these jackets I'm only putting my love and energy so if I'm feeling a bit depressed or in a bad mood I won't color because I'm putting that energy in their jacket okay only when I'm feeling great and I'm aligned and I'm feeling love I will put because people are going to be wearing this energy like yes. they're putting on this jacket and that that is energy and it's radiating to other people and that's why words are so powerful that's why i use a lot of words in my in my designs a lot of positive words because words are vibrations and you can even try this for yourself when you say a negative word you don't feel good when you say a positive word you feel good yeah so it's being mindful about how we use our words and having all these positive words on on this clothing is putting out that positive energy um and I just believe, like, just colour and just expressing yourself is just a way to uplift the world. Like, even just by someone wearing my jacket, everyone around them is going to be affected by that yep. jacket. So every design is one of a kind um, because we're all one of a kind. Even though we're all one with each other, I believe we're all equal. We're all unique and it's beautiful to show your uniqueness. So every single jacket is one of a kind. Even if I do a collection, not one jacket will be the same um, and I want to keep that going and like my bigger manifestations I want to have artists working for me so that I can give artists a place to express themselves and not have to go and work in a job they hate they can just colour jackets all day and um, yeah just uh, I want to have stores in LA New York London I have so many ideas for my stores like I'm just I always keep my vision in mind but I just basically want to be a change in the fashion industry and 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 be a brand that encourages you to just be yourself and and release that magic that's within you well with everything you're doing you are i mean that is exactly what you are already but you're working towards you're a positive force in a world full of negativity so it's it's a 
it's an incredible thing and that's what makes you, thank you. absolutely unique. Well, listen, thank you so much for talking to us Thank today. you, my beautiful I could sister. actually think I could speak to you. Like, <laughs> we here. always end up having the hugest conversations. <laughs> but that's why it's so, it's so lovely. But I just want um, everyone to, you know, follow you on YouTube, Leah Luna, yeah, get your please. book. Look at 1111 Earth and think about getting yourself a jacket because every time I wear mine, people comment. It's just, it's, it is like you say, it's an expression of yourself. That's yeah. why it's so, it's such a lovely thing to have and you'll have forever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, thank you so much. Thank you. We will hear from you again. Leah. Yes, definitely. Like, you're not going to stop seeing me. Oh, no way, no way. And I'll haunt you in the best way. Please do. <laughs> Ring it. Well, thank you. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace Bye. and love. Bye.